Podcasts of Joe Walsh and Chicago's Morning Answer with Dan Proft and Amy Jacobson on the AM560 mobile app. Download it today at 560theanswer.com slash mobile. Top of the morning, Dan and Amy. Uh, Amy will be back on Monday. Uh, if uh, doubting Jim Acosta doesn't see migrants trying to enter this country illegally, is it really happening? Jim Acosta, live from outside McAllen, Texas. And here are some of the steel slats that the president's been talking about uh, right here. Uh, as you can see, yes, you can see through these slats to the uh, other side of the U.S.-Mexico border. Uh, but as we're walking along here, we're not seeing any kind of uh, imminent danger. There are no migrants trying to uh, rush toward this fence uh, here in the McAllen, Texas area. As a matter of fact, there are some other businesses uh, behind me along this highway. There's a gas station, Burger King, and so on. Uh, but no sign of the national emergency that the president has been talking about. Uh, as a matter of fact, it's pretty tranquil down here. <laughs> um, setting aside the fact that Jim Acosta is saying these things, standing next to a fence for a moment, maybe they just didn't want to be on CNN. But here, here's the thing. Chip Roy, who's a congressman from Texas, uh, writing in The Federalist, Federalist.com, since 2011 in Texas alone, 175,000 illegal aliens have been charged with more than 437,000 criminal offenses. And he also recounts uh, a particularly tragic incident, which sort of gives form to at least one of the issues, which is violent crime. Last summer in San Antonio, an illegal immigrant needlessly killed a young and vibrant Texan, Texan named Jared Vargas. Law enforcement apprehended the murderer multiple times, but released him. His final release just days before he killed Jared. Uh, and that's sort of what President Trump is talking about. Uh, the Jim Acosta type reporting. Uh, the effort to conceal or gaslight the American public into thinking that all of the data that we know from these law enforcement agencies is what just made up. President Trump getting a, a little frustrated uh, at the press gaggle before he headed down to the border yesterday and also uh, broke a little bit of news about uh, the nature of this ongoing humanitarian crisis with more migrants, another caravan, caravan forming. You can all play cute. And I'd say 80 percent of you are possibly in coordination with the opposition party. I mean, the whole thing is ridiculous. All you have to do is look at the borders, rent a helicopter, except you don't want to know the truth, and watch. And by the way, here's the story. There is another major caravan forming right now in Honduras. And so far, we're trying to break it up. But so far, it's bigger than anything we've seen. And a drone isn't going to stop it. And a sensor isn't going to stop it. But you know what's going to stop it in its tracks? A nice, powerful wall. Going back to Chip Roy's piece in The Federalist, he offers, fences have worked since the dawn of time. We currently have 46 miles of reinforced fencing along the San Diego sector of the border. Before construction began in 1986, there were 629,000-plus arrests. Compare that to the 31,000-plus arrests in 2016. Fences are, in fact, a viable 21st century solution. All right, well, let's get an expert opinion on the topic. We're pleased to be joined next by Mark Morgan, who is the former Customs and Border Protection Agency chief under President Obama. Mark, thanks so much for joining us. Appreciate it. 
You bet. Glad to be here. So uh, the the data that's being offered by the president, offered by him on Tuesday night, uh, the data you heard me recount from Congressman Roy's commentary. I mean, is that the truth of it? Do we have this humanitarian crisis? The nature of the migrants is different. It's not single men so much as it is families and the combination of resources at the border plus uh, the uh, laws that are in effect in terms of how Border Patrol must handle the individuals trying to enter this country uh, is really presenting all the problems that the president has been laying out for low these many months. That's correct. And everything that you just said in the opening, you're you're absolutely 100 percent everything you just said. The president of the United States is also absolutely correct in everything he's saying. Back in 2016, when I was chief of the Border Patrol, I was saying the same thing. I was saying we have a humanitarian crisis as well as a national security crisis, and that was back in 2016. Um, I would say that you could argue that on both of those fronts, it's gotten worse, not better. So when he says that this is a, a humanitarian and national security crisis, I'm telling you, he is absolutely correct. And keep in mind, that that's not just for my time as chief of the United States Border Patrol, and we can discuss that further. But I also did two decades in the FBI, mm-hmm. and part of that time I led the FBI's office in the El Paso Division, the really only division in the FBI that's truly a border office. I mean, from my uh, window seat in my office, I could see Juarez. And, and what's real and what's not manufactured is the warring cartels. They're one with each other. They're killing each other. And why are they doing that? They're doing it because they're fighting for the human trafficking routes. They're doing that for the drug routes. They're doing it for the illegal immigration routes. That's a lie. That's real. And it's not manufactured. Nancy Pelosi uh, says, well, look, if you build a wall, they'll just tunnel under it El Chapo style. So there's no point to it. How do you react? To that? I, I know. Right. I, I mean, I've, I've got to believe and I do believe the American people are, are, are they, they see through that and absurdity to that. So here's the thing. So go, go to the exports. Go to the United States Border Patrol agents that have been risking their lives, by the which 127 to date have died defending uh, our borders and on the front line. Go to them, the experts that do it and live it every single day. Stop listening to political pundits that haven't spent two minutes on the border, let alone two decades as some of these Border Patrol agents have done risking their lives. Go to them and ask them. Tunnels. Let's, let's, let's just take a look at that. Tunnels. Are there tunnels? Yes. Um, have they been effective at times? Yes. But my question is, is so because a, the wall, as part of a multi-layer approach of infrastructure, technology, and personnel, because it, it could get defeated in some ways, um, we just don't do it? I mean, that's ridiculous. In San Diego that you just talked about, absolutely, there, there, there's areas of, of secondary and tertiary level of, of wall, of fencing, along with technology and personnel. If you look at that, it is absolutely historical proven data where the, the, the immigration, uh, illegal immigration went down by 90 percent. Violent crime, all crime almost went away on both sides. Metropolitan areas have thrived again. But guess what? In the same area, there's still tunnels. So, so yeah, it, the, the, the bad guys are going to constantly change their tech, techniques, tactics, and procedures. But that doesn't mean the wall won't be effective. That doesn't mean the wall won't drastically reduce illegal immigration and other really bad things coming through the borders. We'll just it, we'll continue to increase our technology, the ground sensors, and getting better and better with that. But to say that there could be something that it could be defeated, therefore let's not do it.
Right? I mean, that's absurd. Yeah, I, I, I hear you. And uh, Congressman Crenshaw down in Texas said the same thing. Uh, you, tunnels will, tunnels, yeah, sure, could tunnels be built? And yeah, at some point, somebody will probably notice them. And, and so, right, there's always going, I mean, that the argument, the Pelosi argument is the argument to have no laws whatsoever because uh, there's a law against murder. Somebody commits a murder. Well, then that's not working. So let's re- repeal the law. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, yeah, I, I wanted to, to get your take, too. Uh, the response to the murder of Newman, California, police officer Raniel Singh by a person in this country illegally. The response from the left has been to say, well, that's, you know, it's tragic, but it's anecdotal. So essentially it's not really a problem. And that sort of got under Trump's skin yesterday, too, basically saying the Democrats don't give a damn about crime. I mean, what, what about the, the, the sort of lack of coverage as much empathy as being uh, heaped in the direction of federal employees missing a paycheck, the D.C. press corps, uh, many politicians sort of don't want to confront the reality of uh, events like the murder of Raniel Singh, it seems to me. Exactly. And I, I tell you, so, so remember, so I was hired as chief under President Obama. President Trump removed me as chief. And, and I'll. I want that to sink in for a second. And, and so I'm here today. President Trump, his administration removed me as chief. And I'm here today, and I've been speaking out to tell you that he's right. And what he's doing in all areas, all areas of border security, he's right. To include, when I see him speak, and he is outraged, the fact that any American has died at the hands of illegal uh, immigrants, especially a police officer, especially Officer Singh's story, right? The fact that everyone is not equally outraged, that says a lot of where we're at in this country. In my opinion, it's saying that we are looking at the facts and we are looking at this very difficult problem through our individual political ideological lens instead of looking at it through facts and with compassion. How can that not move you? You know, I was on the show, Laura Ingham, last night, and, and I was so impressed with her because as she's talking to a family, a mother and father whose son had been killed by illegal uh, immigrants, it, it was real. She was getting emotional. And, and I said, every American here should get emotional. And my question to the Democrats are, you know, I don't want to be political. My, my question to anybody who's not moved by that, who doesn't see that as a crisis is, how many? How many is enough? How many American citizens that are going to die at the hands of illegal immigrants is enough? One, two, three, four. I mean, stop me. It's thousands. And, and right now we're saying that, that we have a strategy that we know works and we can prove it works, of which a wall is an integral part of that, that multi-layered infrastructure, technology, and personnel approach. It works. And we're saying that it's absolutely going to dramatically reduce that type of tr- strategy. And we got people that say, no, we don't need it. Well, and, yeah, and and uh, the the whole just talking point of some politicians that, you know, there's it's a very small fraction of persons here illegally that go on to commit other violent crimes. Yeah, true. It's the same argument they use uh, about uh, Islamofascists, uh, Islamic inspired terrorists. It's a very small fraction of Muslims around the world. Well, yeah, that's true. And, but here's the thing. A small fraction of a big number is a big problem. Absolutely. And, and again, I, I, I do believe the American people are smarter than that to see through that argument that, OK, so the argument is because a small percentage of the illegal immigrants are committing these heinous crimes 
then what? We don't do anything about it? Right. Right? right. I mean, that's absurd. No, what we're saying is, yeah, we got it. And here's another thing. If you go to the United States Border Patrol, those same agents, the same 127 agents have died protecting our borders, the same agents that are saying that, yes, a wall works, you know what those agents are going to say as well? They're going to say, we, we, we don't want to stop good people from coming in. That, no, we, we don't want that. What, what's ironic about a lot of these Border Patrol agents, they're, they're from other countries as well. A lot of them are, are – are, or Mexican nationals. I, I mean, a lot of many of them have spouses in, in Mexico or other countries, and, and they still have families there. So it, it, the the irony is, is unbelievable, which is not being reported. But no, they're not saying that. What they're saying is, hey, look, we understand that a small amount um, of, of illegal immigrants commit these crimes. So what we're saying is, but we have a solution that we feel strongly and can and can show you with data. That will dramatically reduce those people from getting in the country. Uh, I wanted to get uh, just any insights you care to offer about your time in the Obama administration and conversations like the one we're having internally during your time as the Customs and Border Protection chief. Uh, I mean, as President Trump has mentioned before, a lot of these Democrats, including uh, former President Obama, uh, previously supported border security funding, including for the wall, talked about the need to make sure that we have a secure southern border, that we know who is coming into this country and what they intend to do when they get here. I mean, for decades, back back to Bill Clinton and then Barack Obama, Chuck Schumer, the president, President Trump has made this point. But what was it like uh, in the Obama administration? It, it, have you do you sense a real shift in Democrat political positioning on this issue as compared to just a few years ago when you were you were the chief. Yes, yeah, absolutely. And and look, you, you don't have to listen to me. Uh, go back in history and, and look at a couple of things that are, that, are, that are factual. And that's what I try to do. Let, let's take the individual political ideology out of it. Let's look at facts and l- let's listen to what people said. So go back to 2006 and look at everybody across both aisles, right? A bipartisan approach. Everybody was supporting border security. They, they, they supported building a wall. They called the defense. It's a wall. Come on. Let's, let's, it's semantics. A wall, physical barrier, uh, fence. It's ridiculous. It's absurd <laughs> that, that we're delineated what's, what's immoral or not by what you call it. Let's look at the fact. In 2006, the Secure Fence Act, a bipartisan bill that was passed, everybody on both sides of the aisle were saying this is an issue. We have to stop illegal immigration. We have to stop bad people from coming in and doing bad things. We have to stop the flow of drugs. It's getting into our cities all throughout this country. That was back in 2006. The same stuff that they were saying on a bipartisan approach that led to the, the 2006 Secure Fence Act that resulted in 700 miles of wall being built is the same thing that's being said now by the current administration and it's being rejected by the same people that supported it then. It, it's absurd. It's a travesty. And this is absolutely a political issue. And the American people are suffering because of it. He is Mark Morgan, former U.S. Customs and Border Protection Chief during the Obama administration. Mark, thanks so much for joining us, providing your insights. Appreciate it. You bet. Anytime. Thank you. And you joined us on the Turnkey.pro Answer Line. It's what Chicago is talking about. It's Chicago's Morning Answer with Dan and Amy on AM560, The Answer.